Hello, beautiful internet family. My name is Dan Davis, and I'm the creative director here at danstube.tv, as well as the Fearless Drone Academy, which is the ultimate online drone course for beginners. And today, I've got my before you buy the DJI Mini 3 Pro. I really enjoyed the Before You Buy series that I've had on the channel now. It basically is like my initial review, but it's everything that you need to know before buying your drone. So I try to think about the average consumer, the type of person who's probably considering getting the Mini 3 Pro. They might be considering upgrading from another mini drone, or they may wanna get into the market for the first time. I'm just trying to think about those people and what applications they'd be using this drone for and why they would need a mini drone like this. The first thing you'll notice is that it's absolutely tiny. It's got a very small footprint and it's under 250 grams as long as you don't have that extra battery that you can get, that larger battery that gives you 47 minutes of flight time. But with the default battery, you get 34 minutes of flight time and on the actual base of the battery, it does say 249 grams. So if you do get that larger battery, it won't actually have that little print there to tell you that it's 249 grams. So at that point, the drone goes over that 250 gram mark. And then for a lot of people in different countries, especially over in Europe, uh, you're gonna be limited with what you can do with the Mini 3. But as long as you have this battery here, the default battery, you're gonna be able to fly your drone in really any country with limited restrictions and rules, which is why a sub 250 gram drone is so appealing to so many people out there. I've been testing the Mini 3 Pro now on the channel for a few weeks, and I've got a bunch of other videos that you can check out to give you a little bit of insight into the active track, the obstacle avoidance, uh, what the footage actually looks like, and some tips and settings to really help you get the most out of your drone. But from all of my tests, Overall, I've been really, really pleased with this drone. They've done an amazing job of upgrading their mini line into more of a streamlined experience here. It's got a completely redesigned look to it. It still has a very familiar kind of Mavic feel to it or a mini feel to it, um, but they've created more of a frog-like look to it here, which actually does come with a lot of major benefits. So firstly, we're getting three-way obstacle avoidance or tri-obstacle avoidance as they like to call it. So that actually means we have downward facing sensors, frontward facing sensors, which is like the frog's eyes, and then the rear facing sensors here. So it doesn't have side sensors, but that isn't a problem for most people. The thing that's so cool though, is it actually allows us to now have focus track, which means we have active track, point of interest, and also spotlight with a tiny drone of this caliber here. First things first, when you get a drone, you need to unfold it. And that was something that took a little bit of getting used to because it's got a completely different way of unfolding the drone. The front legs actually fold down like this and then pop up. So that was really weird to get used to. Um, and then the rear legs kind of pop out to the side. But the benefit of this is that you can actually unfold the drone in any order you want. Previously, you'd have to have a specific order based on the way it was designed but this allows you to pop out whatever leg you want uh, without interacting with the other leg. There's a redesigned gimbal cover here, which is actually probably one of the easiest gimbal covers I've used from DJI. Really intuitive design there that just clips in and then securely fastens into that little um, spot there, which is actually like the vision positioning 
sensors. So it actually kind of pops in there and secures nicely. Uh, and the camera itself can be facing really any direction and it can still lock in, uh, which is really nice as well. So again, they've kind of thought about the practicality of getting the drone out and then putting it away as quickly as possible without any hassle. Once you hold the drone in your hand, um, you can really see how they've advanced the mini drone space here. If I compare it to the previous mini drones that I've tested, and I will have a full comparison on the channel between the Mini 2, Mini SE, and Mini 3. But if I just think about those drones and the build quality of them, they did feel relatively plasticky. They felt lightweight and plasticky, which, you know, is understandable. To keep it under that weight range, they had to really try to cut some corners there to make it as lightweight and as, you know, usable as possible. But here you can definitely feel an improvement in the build quality. Even when I hold those front legs, they are solid. They are really, really solid. Where previous models have got a little bit more flex to them. There's even like foam that's in um, the Mini. Uh, the Mavic Mini actually has that foam piece here, which is just obviously feels cheap and light and, and not amazing when you kind of get your hands on it. But the front legs here feel amazing. The rear legs again feel great. The body has a similar kind of feel to it where it does feel like a lightweight plastic shell. Um, but the fact that they've really improved on those legs makes the world of difference because you get significantly improved wind resistance and a better flight experience. The Mini 3 Pro definitely feels like a pro drone and it is well deserving of the name Mini 3 Pro. So many options in here. The fact that they recently added 10-bit to it with just a software update, just casually, here's 10-bit for you was very exciting for a lot of people in the community. We've got 4K HDR here. Um, we've got 48 megapixel still photos. Like I said before, there's that focus track. So we finally have active track on a mini drone. We've got three-way obstacle avoidance. And we've got so many other options in here. All the quick shot modes you can imagine, all the photo and video modes, even slow motion up to 120 frames per second. So it is a feature rich offering here. Um, and when I think about the flight experience, of this drone, it probably is one of the most enjoyable flight experiences I've had from a mini drone, um, purely because I'm not too worried about its size, because I know that it can handle high winds. I tested it the other day, and it would have been, what, 20, 22 mile per hour winds, I think it was, and this has a rating of, I believe, 24 or 25 mile per hour winds, and it handled it like it was nothing. Like, yeah, the warning popped up, and yeah, it was flying around a little bit, but it can handle some hefty winds, and it's really up there with some of the heavier drones or some of the more pro-friendly pro drones that DJI have released, but it can handle itself in high-end winds, which is probably one of the limitations of the other mini drones out there. You just wanna be a bit more careful with them, but I feel like you can be a lot more confident with the Mini 3 Pro. I will have a link in the description below to actually check out the Mini 3 Pro. I've got some exclusive bundles and special prices with that link in the description below. So check it out because prices will vary depending on what country you're in. Um, and it also depends on which offering you're gonna get, whether you're gonna get it with the new controller or whether you're gonna just get the drone itself or you're gonna get the original controller. All of those prices will be available to check out. But this new controller is something that is very, very exciting to me um, because they've done everything that I wanted in a smart controller. They haven't overcomplicated it and they also haven't added that premium price point on it. I thought it was gonna be a lot more expensive for the combo with this new controller, but I was very surprised. So this controller is a very basic experience. If I compare it to the RC Pro, which I've got some content on the channel, the RC Pro is like a full Android build 
where you can customize anything. You can download apps to it, you can do different things on it, you can do really whatever you want. It can be a media player, it can be all sorts of different things. Now, this is a very basic offering. It launches straight into the DJI Fly app. Um, you do have some control over uh, the file management, which is really cool. You can view different images and photos uh, and videos and, and whatever else. Which is, which is great. And you can also use it a little bit as like a file management system. Um, I have a micro SD card uh, just in the base here. So that also allows me to record the screen of this controller here, which is again, very handy for content creators out there. You can swipe down from the top like you would with any other Android device or iOS device. And it brings up a few options here. So you can connect to Bluetooth, you've got airplane mode, you can record your screen and also take screenshots as well. You can adjust the brightness and the volume. Um, and then once the SD card is inserted, which I've got here, I can click on that SD card and it brings up a full like file management system, similar to any other Android file management system. I can click on different things. I can view videos that I've got here, images, audio, um, and I can use it as a file management system if I really wanted. So I can play back videos here um, of what I've recorded, which again is very handy. One thing I will mention though, which I mentioned in a previous video, the quality of the screen is, it's good and it does the job, but because it's 720p, you'll find that when you actually record the screen and then put that on your computer, the quality does dip just a little bit. It's a little bit grainy. There's a little bit of noise in the image. It's not like the prettiest screen recording in the world, um, but it does the job. I just thought I'd mention that it isn't as you would expect. I find that the experience I'm getting from the display is great, but then, you know, when I'm recording the screen and creating a YouTube video out of it, the quality is quite noticeable then. The new DJI RC really does have everything you need for a smart controller. There's nothing crazy going on here. You can go into the settings and play around with a few different things, but it's just a core experience. You know, it launches straight into DJI Fly. You can do a few basic things, like I said, recording the screen, uh, checking out the file management, and that's pretty much as far as it goes, but that's really all you need it for. Um, in terms of like the build quality, it definitely feels like a cheaper version of the RC Pro, which is what you would expect, but it still feels like a high quality product. Um, I love the actual design of it, the, the, the ergonomics of it, the sizing, like everything is perfect for my experience with it. Um, and I also find that the range is fantastic. A lot of people were complaining about the range. For me, I've had no issues. I've used um, this as well as the original controller and found that I got pretty much the same experience when I was going to about 500 meters. I never pushed the drone past line of sight or into a dangerous situation. But if you're flying your drone safely and you're in a spot that's not heavily uh, you know, crowded with interference, then this controller is going to do a perfect job. Having that touch screen as well is great. It's very responsive. Um, so overall, it's just a really great experience and it's a nice addition to have like a standalone controller with your Mini 3 Pro. Back to the masterpiece, which is the Mini 3 Pro and back to the main reason why you're watching this video. Um, this camera here, phenomenal. Like it's what you would expect out of a 4K 60 FPS camera. That's one over 1.3 inch uh, for the sensor. An amazing sensor. The dual ISO, great in low light. Just a really awesome camera system. The 48 megapixel photos do an amazing job. The videos look great. The fact that we've got 10 bit now, fantastic. You know, we've got the D-Cine like for more of a flatter profile. If you want to take this into more of a pro angle and edit your you know, you edit your videos and get mo the most out of that color grade. Um, but they all, they also the other thing that's really cool here is the fact that this camera system can turn into a true vertical camera system. 
So that means for all you people out there that want to create TikToks or Reels on Instagram, YouTube Shorts, whatever it may be, which seems to be the future right now, or it seems to be the focus um, of content creation is that vertical video format, then this drone can do that for you with the tap of a button. You literally tap it and the camera system will turn to the side. Um, that to me is just really cool and opens up so many different options here. You need to be mindful though that it is a little bit limited at points, like you can use it for photos and videos, but you cannot track yourself. Uh, you cannot use master shots. You can't use any of the other modes besides photo and video. So you are very limited. And also the fact that you are recording in vertical means that that's all you're gonna get. So if you wanna flip the video sideways and have a horizontal video, the video is just not gonna look right. So you are really selecting what you want here, whether you want vertical or horizontal, and you are limited in some of the offerings through the vertical video. The sensor has definitely impressed me so far. Having a one over 1.3 inch CMOS sensor with a fixed aperture of f1.7, uh, it, it really does the job. You know, for most people out there, they're gonna be very happy with the performance of the camera and the videos that they're gonna be able to capture out of it. I do find that with the slow motion offering, which is 1080p up to 120 frames per second, I do find that the image is relatively grainy and the focus doesn't seem to be there. Like it's a little bit, just, just that, it's grainy, soft focus, and the image just does not pop for whatever reason in slow motion. Tested it a few times now. I've really tried to make sure I've got the focus on something. Um, I've tapped for the exposure. I've, I've played around with it to see if I can improve it. But you will notice that when you're shooting in slow motion, it's a very uh, like low quality image, I wanna say. Like, yes, it's shooting 1080p, but it just seems like it be, you know, could be a little bit better here and it feels just a little bit off the mark. That's the only thing that I would say for the video quality. The slow motion is just not up to mark. It's not as good as I was thinking it was gonna be, but the 4K footage is amazing. Uh, the 48 megapixel stills are great. The photo quality is great as well. The dual ISO really does help with those low light days, especially, you know, it's been very rainy recently and very low light around where I live. So to be able to get like high quality images and videos, from a drone of this size is very impressive. The fact that I can rely on this regardless of the situation and get the shots I want is, is very exciting. The fact that this drone has tri-directional obstacle avoidance really does bring a lot of peace of mind to drone pilots out there that might have been used to a drone that doesn't have obstacle avoidance. It's definitely handy to have something that can see what's going on in the environment and bypass it or just break if it's about to hit something. That is such an important thing for especially beginner drone pilots out there who really don't know what to expect out of a drone. It makes it a little bit more like foolproof because it's sensing what's going on and it's either gonna bypass it or it's going to break as long as you've got it set up in the correct settings. Um, but what I will say is from the thorough test I did of the APAS 4.0, which is the Advanced Pilot Assistance Systems, it's a bit of a mouthful, but APAS 4.0 is basically how the drone avoids obstacles. So it will see something and it will counter it in real time and continue the path while it's trying to avoid what's going on. I did a thorough test on the channel in a very densely populated area, so many trees, so many branches around. And amazingly enough, I was extremely impressed and surprised by the results that this mini drone actually got me because it did great. Considering there was so much going on, there were only a few occasions that it didn't do the best job, but overall it really does what you would expect it to do and it dodges everything in the environment. Well, besides the one that you'll see now where it looks like the drone kind of flips, but it just continued to hover. 
Um, that was the closest call I've probably had with a drone when I've been testing APAS. Um, but you know, it didn't crash. It did an amazing job of just hovering and keeping its altitude. So very impressive regardless, especially because it looked like it was something that was so thin that the obstacle avoidance probably didn't even pick up on it. It picked up on all the other larger things in the area, but that obviously just escaped its visuals. The Mini 3 is definitely a lot more expensive than the Mini 2 or the Mini SE. It is a pro offering here, but I think for a lot of people out there that want to get a Mini drone, um, maybe you know rules and regulations are really tight where you live and you wanna get something decent, but you want something a little better than the Mini 2 or the Mini SE, and you might have the money for something like this. Like let's say the Air 2S or the Mavic 3 is just too expensive for you, and it also weighs too much that you might not be able to fly in certain locations. This really does bring the best of both worlds. It brings a compact, reliable flight experience with high quality video and photo options, as well as obstacle avoidance and active track. So it really does come with everything that you need as a drone pilot. It also does have all of the expected uh, quick shot modes as well as master shots. So master shots seem to be reserved for the higher end pro drones. We've got master shots here. We've got the quick shot modes. We've got focus track, like I said before. There's digital zoom as well. And you also get that true vertical video, which again is a unique offering for the Mini 3 Pro. The other thing I wanted to mention about this redesigned drone here is the fact that we've actually got a cutout here which allows the camera system to point up further than it's ever been able to point up before with previous DJI drones. So this actually does create a unique viewing experience because the camera can go up to 60 degrees. So that means that you can get some very unique shots. Like imagine someone on a bridge, for example, and your drone is below, but you wanna angle it up to kind of get that unique perspective of that person crossing the bridge. Previously, you wouldn't be able to get that with a DJI drone, but the Mini 3 Pro allowed you to capture those kind of unique shots. Also shots of looking up at trees as you kind of circle them. You know, you can get those kind of shots that just would not be possible. So if you can kind of imagine how you would utilize that, there's so many options here, and it does create something unique that no other DJI drone has been able to capture before. The fact that this is such a feature-rich offering here really does make it worthwhile, that additional price point. A lot of people are you know, not happy with how expensive the drone is, and they're expecting it to be a lot more affordable for people. But when you think about what they've done here, they've completely redesigned the drone. If we compare this to the Mini 2 design um, and what that had, as opposed to the Mini 3 Pro, there's so much more going on here. It's a redesigned camera system, a redesigned gimbal that allows vertical shooting. We've got tri-directional obstacle avoidance, you know, we've got redesigned arms that actually feel like high grade arms. Like this actually feels like a DJI drone now where previously when I looked at the Mini SE or the Mini 2, even though they were amazing drones, they did feel like toy drones. They felt a little bit flimsy. They felt a little bit cheap. And especially like that back door on the Mini 2 and Mini SE, that, that felt very cheap and plasticky. But when I feel this unit, when I, you know, hold the arms or unfold it, it really does feel like a true DJI experience here. And it's amazing what they've been able to do um, while keeping it under 250 grams. So if you do have the money, this is like the go-to drone. You know, I'm gonna have a comparison between this guy and the Air 2S, but really like for a mini drone, if rules and regulations are a problem for you in your country and you find that the Air 2S isn't gonna work for you, um, and you want to have a drone that has those pro offerings, that has a decent camera, that has everything you need, 
The Mini 3 Pro really does tick so many boxes here. Amazing quality overall, amazing flight experience. It's great in high winds, which was great for me to be able to test it in really high wind conditions. And to really be able to show you that, you know, this drone can withstand whatever you throw at it. And it's really great at tracking you as well. It just has everything you need for a little mini drone. It's like my new favorite drone because it's so compact, but it has so much going on for it. And they definitely did right by calling it the Mini 3 Pro because this does feel like a pro drone. So I'd love your thoughts in the comments below. Let me know if you're going to pick one up. If you've got one, I would love your thoughts on the Mini 3 Pro. And I will chat to you in the next video. Peace. Does it on your control here?